Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Today we remember in celebration the life and the work of Pope Leo the Great, who lived at the time when the Roman Empire uh, in Rome itself was coming to an end. He is called the Great, and a few of them are called the Great for a number of reasons. I think he's most famous because he was able to dialogue with Attila the Hun, who was the leader of the invaders that were coming around the Roman Empire and destroying much of it. And he he is brave enough to go and have a conversation with him that prevented Attila from actually coming and destroying Rome. Rome ends up being sacked some years later, but the fact that he dialogued is a great inspiration for us today in the world in which we're living. And we can ask for his intercession and look at his example as a way of finding new pathways for conversation whether it is political or economic or uh, whether it is in families as we're coming to the holidays, that we need to find ways to converse. If somebody can talk to an invader that was pillaging and destroying many cities and stop it from happening in this great capital of Rome, then there's great hope to imitate somebody like that. That is why it's so important to look at the lives of heroes and saints, popes, people who have lived the life of the gospel in ways that are beautiful and very brave. And they can give us also hope that we have experienced as humanity very dark times, very dangerous times. And we can really gain hope and encouragement and enthusiasm from knowing that in history. Another reason that Pope Leo the Great is called the Great, just like John Paul II is being called the Great, is that he wrote a lot, just like John Paul II, and he wrote a lot at a time that there were many heresies. You have to imagine in the 5th century BC, AD after Christ, there were many heresies, and one of them, they were wrestling with, with the thought of Jesus' nature. What does it mean that Jesus is both God and he is human, and that he is fully God and fully human? There were a number of councils where all the people that came from the apostles that gathered and continued the faith would meet and discuss. And Pope Leo the Great meets for the Council of Chalcedon. And sometimes I've heard it say Chalcedon or Chalcedon, but it is a very important council where that idea, which is the essence of Christology, one of the, one of the, um, important branches of theology where we study the nature of Christ, where that is put to put to a test and then answered that Jesus is both fully man and fully God. So let us take a look at the readings for today as we ponder the life of this great man and his works and how we can bring dialogue, conversation, in deep thinking to arrive at the truth, because the truth will set us free. Let us see what the readings of the day say today. 
The first reading today is from a letter of Paul to Titus. And Paul is saying that we must be consistent with sound doctrine. And he makes a list of behaviors that are important for communities that include being temperate, dignified, self-controlled, and chaste, and to allow the Word of God to rule and direct our lives. He has instructions for younger men for how they should speak, uh, very specifically that they should be of sound speech also, and that they should bring the grace of God in their actions, in the way they relate to, to one another, rejecting godless ways. This is a, a reading then that is applicable to the stories we're hearing from Pope Leo the Great because he was so important in creating a path for sound doctrine to be unified so that all that were trying to address the issues of the time and they were trying to reach understanding would find that with the truth they could be unified. We can then pray together that we also may be unified, that we may seek the truth, and that following the precepts of God's commandments, that we may be one in truth and connected to the work that has been happening for salvation since Jesus walked to fulfill the promises of the Father. And those are still active and still very important that we tell our children, that we tell them, especially in these times of hardship, after many years of peace, we're having hardship in different ways. And we have to remind them that this has happened before and that the ways of the, of the Lord are the ways that we follow because we want to serve God and love one another. Let us take a look at the psalm for today and see how we can pray better and in what way it relates to the life of Leo the Great. The psalm for today is Psalm 37. In verse 39, we hear a refrain, The salvation of the Lord, of the just, comes from the Lord. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. And who is just? Well, somebody who looks at one side and another side and is able to find the fairness of an argument that aligns with the truth. And what are some of the verses that the psalmist gives us to pray today? Trust in the Lord and do good. This is something really important. My dad would always tell us, be good and do good. And that can be so simple, but it's important to, to remember that the precepts that we get are not very complex. There's only 10 of them, but the complexity comes in the application. So when we try to focus on doing good, and trusting that the Lord is going to help us in the moment to know what is the right thing to do, then the promise is that we will dwell in the land that God promises and we will have security. Take the light on the Lord and he will grant you your heart's requests. So we can use this refrain, refrain that the salvation of the just comes from the Lord when we're tested, when we don't know the path, when we don't know in what way we should move forward, we should remember to trust in the Lord that is watching over us and that he has an inheritance that he is delivering us through hardships 
that he walks with us in the midst of the difficulties of today. And definitely you can imagine that if Pope Leo the Great was really watching the Roman Empire fall apart because the Huns were attacking and he had to go out and have these conversations. These were very dire situations and he trusts in the Lord and does what is right and what is good and what is beautiful. And that is the same invitation that we have, that the salvation of the just comes from the Lord. There's nothing we do to gain it or earn it or achieve it. God gives it to us and then we respond our yes is a response to the invitation that God gives us to live a life where he is at the center of it. And then we can dive into the gospel and see how this plot thickens. The reading of the gospel for today comes from Luke chapter 17. We continue on the uh, gospel of saint luke and jesus is still talking about the servants and saying who among you would say to your servant who has just come from doing their tasks and he says plowing or tending the sheep come and, and sit at the table no you would say prepare something for me you know put your uniform your apron and come and 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 attend to me so again, this is part of that time and Jesus uses imagery to say each one of us have our role in society and we also have our role in the body of Christ. And each one of us, as we fulfill our role, are not expected to say, you know, thank you. We're just doing what is for us to complete. Jesus is showing in sort of a harsh statement that we are to say when we have been commanded and we're actually doing what we've been commanded. We are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were meant to do. And what he's inviting us is to accomplish the work that has been granted to us. Right now in the middle of the pandemic, we have to deal with the lockdown. That is the work that has been entrusted to us. And rather than being in a complaining or murmuring or whining mode, we have to try to make the best of it. We have to try to make our homes pleasant, our works pleasant, our environment and our jobs, the work that we're performing in our workplaces, which now are for many at home, the schoolwork, all of that to do it in the best possible way. In our own home, we're trying to make our environment more pleasant. We painted some walls, uh, we are fixing a fence uh, that is broken. We're trying to have some things that we can look at that are beautiful because we know that as the winter uh, lights dim and it gets darker, that influences our mood and we are not able to do many of the things that we were doing before. Right now for our kids' schools, they, they would have had lots of football games and Basketball games, we cannot attend them as spectators, for example, for our kids. And all the parties, the homecomings, they are not happening for at least our, the schools where our kids are. So these can be very uh, tempting to allow ourselves to become sullen and depressed. And we have to make a huge effort together, all of us, to maintain safety and at the si and at the same time maintain connection 
and maintain our environments vibrant with some degree of enthusiasm. Make sure that you're moving, that you're eating well, that you're drinking plenty, that you're st staying out in the sun uh, so that we can do the, the good work that we have to do. Can you imagine if you are Leo the Great to have to go talk to somebody that has been invading and destroying many parts of the Roman Empire? It's not a very easy thing to do, but Leo the Great was entrusted that task. How about on the philosophical and theological side, where there's a lot of people that don't agree, and he has to unite them to move forward as one church. The same thing is happening in our world, politically, economically, socially. Let us be unifiers. Let us be peacemakers. Uh, we are seeing this in politics right now, as the election votes have been counting, uh, but in all these different counties, and we need to come together and we need to help one another to heal the wounds that can come from division. So let us go to the throne and pray to our Heavenly Father. Father, we are grateful for the life and the example of Pope Leo the Great. We ask that we may receive graces like he received to be unifiers, to be peacemakers, to be able to face the enemy with the braveness and the courage in the words of wisdom that he had to be able to find protection for those that were in his time, that we may be unifiers in our speech and in the way we reach across different faiths, different political ideals, different ways of living, and that we may have your precepts of love to love one another and fulfill the commands you've given us so that we can have a better world. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.